Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hit and Run podcast, where conversation collides. My name is Robbie Alexander, and I am joined, as always, by... Natalie Dunn. So I don't have a weird anecdote to start the show today. (laughs) I I don't think... I could. Okay, well, let's hear it. So to continue on the trend of talking about weird radio commercials, I feel like I can bring this full circle now. So we talked about all the weird radio commercials in St. Louis and all the weird car commercials. And there was like the one with the weird, like bad New York accent talking about how it's one dime down and all the ones that are like, we won't take your tax money. And I heard a radio commercial the other day. It was for a car dealership. And it was literally a woman doing a really bad New York accent talking about how this car dealership wasn't going to take her tax money, but all the other ones wanted to. And then it ended with a guy saying, we don't need your tax money, only one dime down. So it just brought it all full circle. That's our thing. I don't (laughs) like it, but that's our thing. That's, uh, no, it's not Bomberito. It's uh, Frank Lita. Was the name Frank Lita? No. Apparently, all used car dealerships do think the same. In terms of shitty Bronx accents (laughs) and only requiring a dime down. Now, did they talk about credit amnesty? I don't think so. Okay, so we'll we'll hold on to credit amnesty. There's two places (laughs) in St. Louis that do credit amnesty now, and I'm still not sure what it is because they don't explain it. They just say they offer it, and I think think that's a deal you don't want to take. It sounds pretty shitty to me. Yeah, I'm not sure what the deal is with that. I heard a commercial on my way home the other day, and I completely forgot it. And there's my anecdote. But it was weird. (laughs) Trust me when I say it was weird. That's okay. We don't have time for any more anecdotes anyway. We really don't, because we have a special today. We did this in season one, and we said we were going to do it again. And now this is us doing it again. It is, I don't remember what we called it the first time, but it's where we talk about our houses with our housemates. <laughs> so joining us again are Sam and Hillary. Say hello, Sam and Hillary. Hello. Hey, how's it going? It's going pretty good, Sam. <laughs> I can't believe you guys still listen to the radio. What do you listen? Oh, well, p- pardon me that I don't get to work from home, Sam. Well, it's not even that. No, I only listen to Spotify in my car. See, I would, but it's a 15 minute drive. And on oh, the it doesn't way, matter. No. On the way to work, there's a really good morning show I listen to. And on the way home from work, I'm too lazy to <laughs> put on Spotify. So I listen to ESPN 101.1, and they're pretty crappy compared to Detroit talk radio. But it's what we have. So I just kind of deal with it. Well, Sam's fancy car has Bluetooth. So he just always has his Bluetooth on. And as soon as he gets into the car, Spotify starts playing. So he yeah, doesn't have he doesn't have to deal with the aux cord like us peasants anymore. I used to have a car not too long ago where I didn't have an aux cord. I had to put in a cassette tape where mm-hmm. I had to insert the cassette tape into the cons- into the cassette slot, and then a cord <laughs> would hang out of that, and that's what I would plug my phone into. So that was my two thousand five five or six toyota camry oh yeah i had to do that with my uh my 1990 grand am le gross which was my uh blue bomber car (laughs) and then i upgraded to where i still didn't have an aux cord but in jesus i plugged in this like radio tuner into the cigarette thing and then i could do it through there and now with Rhonda, 
I have aux. I, it says I have Bluetooth, but I really don't. It's 2013 Bluetooth, which means like <laughs> maybe you could hook up a flip-flop phone, but that's about it. But we're not talking about cars or fancy Bluetooth or even aux cords. We're talking about our houses. And the last time we talked about this, like in depth, we've dropped progress reports here and there. But the last time we did an actual episode with Sam and Hillary talking about our houses was the end of July, which was only about not even two months after both of us, or I guess all four of us moved into our respective homes. Mm -hmm. So a lot has changed and I don't even know where to start. (laughs) Well, I guess we could start with just major upgrades, any major upgrades you've made to your house. No, I mean, we have all our furniture now. <laughs> well, that was that was a long time coming for you guys. It's true. I mean, <laughs> it took until, and I'm pretty sure I've gone into depth about this on other episodes, but it took until the end of October to get this damn furniture. And we it's ordered insane. it Memorial Day, and we didn't get it until the end of freaking October. But now we have all of that, and we have the island that Hillary's mom ordered for us. And we have uh, Christmas was a delight, which we'll talk about later in the show because we all love Christmas here. And I fixed one floorboard. <laughs> <laughs> Many more to come. Um, I'm in my office now. That's, that's something that's different. Uh, cider is fully integrated. We'll have a pet section too because we all... We all have a, a new furry critter, and everybody's aware of them, but we'll uh, we'll give updates on to their, their progress. But yeah, as far as like big renovations. We started on the garden. We started on the garden, which we'll talk about landscaping also later in the episode. Everything's later. Just start talking about something now. Well, we have to let Sam and Natalie talk about whatever big upgrades they're doing or have done in the last. Or plan to do. Six, seven I don't know when July was. It's coming up. That was probably like nine (laughs) months ago at this point. But how's your guys' house looking? It is nine months ago because Nezzy is 10 months old now. Yeah, which is insane. Lovey buggy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, that's one. We got Nezzy, which apparently we'll talk about later. Um, In terms of big upgrades, we did floors before we moved in. So I think we talked about that on the last episode. Um, we had to pull out the carpet in our master bedroom and in one of the spare bedrooms, which is now Sam's office because it had this really gross, super dated carpet that was just not, not livable anymore. It was probably like they were just waiting to sell the house that it wasn't worth replacing. Um, so we did that right when we moved in. So we have hard floor in all of the bedrooms and Everywhere except for our living room and stairs are is hard floor. We weren't planning on replacing that carpet in the living room for years because it was in really good shape when we moved in. But then we got a puppy and she has tiny little monster teeth and she learned very early on that it was more fun to chew on her bones when she was not only chewing on the bone but also the carpet. At the same time, Ooh, and Huckleberry so now does that. They're she's little monsters. just pulled up pieces of carpet all over the place, and it's like Berber carpet, so it's oh, really God. obvious everywhere where there's like holes and like strings sticking out of the carpet. It looks terrible, so that's probably going to be 
little higher on the list now. Yeah, I've I've cut multiple pieces of carpet out. It's really bad. We need like to do whole it again. chunks, yeah, not just, just the strings. No, nah, it's like like the little tufts. Yeah, they're yeah. like loops, and so she'll just get one, and it's like a sh- long string, and I gotta cut it all out. But because it's Berber carpet, it's like each little loop is like. It's probably like a half inch space on the carpet that it takes up. So there's like an actual hole when you when you cut it out. Yeah. So it's not like the worst, you know, it's livable. It's not like, luckily she was not a bad puppy in terms of potty training. She basically was like potty trained herself. She's only ever had like three accidents. So we didn't have that problem, which I was a little worried about. But instead she's just ripping up the carpet. So that'll be pretty soon. Our biggest upgrade, which this is really good timing for this episode, um, we decided to um, pull the trigger and invest in new windows for our house, which I didn't know that windows were like the most expensive part of a house. Yep. But I mean, it's one, our windows are as old as the house. So they're like 36 years old. So it needs done. And actually, since we decided to buy the windows and, like, we signed the contract and placed the order, um, several of our windows have, like, broken. So it's nice to know that we made the right decision to spend so much of our money on windows. But they just called us yesterday to schedule it. So now we're having our windows installed next week, which is stressful. Stressful because... Because we have to disassemble our entire house. The installers need three foot of space at every window. Oh boy. Which makes it impossible to work in either of our offices. And we our, have to, <laughs> our living room has to be completely disassembled, essentially. Our For living room has, has four windows at like normal height and then two like skylight windows. And then our dining room, which is connected to our living room, also has a window. So basically our entire downstairs is just all window. So everything has to be removed from... Or at least brought into the center of the room. Yeah. Luckily, it's only for a day. They think it's going to be one day, but... Which almost honestly makes it worse because we're going to spend like two entire days ripping apart our house for them to be here for like eight hours. And then we're going to spend another who knows how many days putting it back together. Why Why do they need three feet of space? Because my parents had new windows put in their house when I was in fifth grade. And this guy just squeezed into wherever he could fit. <laughs> he did not even ask for three feet of space. Like why, what is the reasoning behind that? I mean, they have to like, remove the entire window remove the entire frame and they have to like reseal around it actually one of the things the sales guy told us when he was here was that um because of like the vibrations of them using all the power tools like take all the stuff off any shelves on those walls because it'll fall off so i assume it's more like a liability thing they probably don't need three feet of space, but they don't want to be responsible for breaking any of our stuff or like, you know, getting industrial sealant on our couch or, you know. I also very much enjoy your parents, Rob, but you have told me several times that they tend to do things under the table no, in this, terms of house repairs. This was not under the table. This okay. was through a, a legitimate company in Fenton. And the guy was great. Well? Well... I apologize for you guys having to do all that work. 
But you get new windows after that, and that we do get new windows, and I'm excited about it. We get That's very something nice we're going to have to do. Yeah, I'm sorry, very soon as well because our windows are also very old, so old that they still use um, like the string pulley method of being held up well they're supposed to most of those strings are broken yeah or the cats have chewed through them where they just don't work or what have you so i think there are about four or five windows that have been upgraded but are that are still pretty shitty to be quite honest because our back windows uh facing our yard have leaks in them and it lets water in whenever it rains really hard um but i think we can fix that i was looking it up online googling as you do trying to decide if we can replace our own windows or not and just try to do that. Um, I think the conclusion is no. Yeah, that sounds I, like something I maybe wouldn't wouldn't chance it. I saw my friend do it on Instagram. So if she can do it and she has zero prior construction, Rob and I, who did some construction, I was debating whether or not we could. And I, I do think the answer is no, unfortunately. But I think that the problem with our back windows is just that the it wasn't sealed very well. Mm-hmm. So that should be something you just clear out the old sealant, put in new sealant, bada bing, bada boom, no more water in your freaking house. Bada bing. <laughs> <laughs> well, aside from the windows, that's really been our biggest thing. Um, I built some shelves. Yes, that's right. In Did the basement. You? Yeah, my, my dad came down and helped, but uh, we built some shelves in the basement for storage, just built to hold a bunch of totes. They hold like, I think like 12 or more totes or something like that more than that like 15 yeah Yeah. dang how big is your basement i mean i don't know the square footage but it's a good size it's a lot of it's unfinished but it's very open usable space so you know there's room to build more storage shelves and like you know yeah i mean those shelves just stick in one corner by the laundry Mm -hmm. now did this take a whole i'm very curious on the shelf building process now because we might we're thinking about building bookshelves for the office we're going to build bookshelves for the office and shelves are very close to a bookshelf so did you get a good name did you get a good deal i guess it is i didn't i didn't know that to be honest did you get a good deal on the wood uh we just went to uh the home depot uh I, i had some gift cards and so we just went and picked up a bunch of wood I mean, other than just like I was learning how to build shelves for the first time, I think it went pretty fast. I mean, we only took maybe an afternoon. Yeah, like five hours maybe to do all of it, go by the wood, do everything. So, I mean, it shouldn't take that, shouldn't take that long, especially if you're just doing bookshelves. Mm-hmm. I guess true. the other thing that we've done since we moved in, I kind of forgot about it, is we have begun the process of building a gym in our basement also. We don't have headroom for that. Did <laughs> I don't think you've told me that. No? No. I yeah, know you guys we, have been going to the gym. We go to the gym, but we also have been creating a gym space in our basement. Um, there's like one corner that's really good for it. And so we have, we got some like gym flooring, like some rubber flooring. I mean, at the moment, all we have a TV down there. We have like an, one of our old small TVs that we use for like, you know, YouTube videos, music, whatever. And then we have like, I have a couple sets of really light dumbbells that I bought at Target and um, like a big yoga mat. And then I have a punching bag so I can kickbox. Well, that's not, he has a name. I'm sorry about that, Sam. She can be, (laughs) she can be rude as you know. (laughs) But we plan to get um, 
or we hope to get a uh, a bike down there. You okay? I thought you meant like an actual bicycle, and I was <laughs> no. like, why? No, like we're why? looking at like a Peloton. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It'd be great for like the winter when we don't want to go outside. That's yeah. true. Could I interest you in some Sean T workouts? <laughs> Probably those, not. Because those will get the the sweat glands uh, going. <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to put it. No, that's awesome that you like built shelves and everything. Is there anything else that you plan on building in the near future? Building? Uh, I thought about putting some something together, like a shelf or table of something in the garage for like small little jobs and planting and that kind of stuff. Say, I kind of want to build a, um, like a standing height table and we have a one car garage. So the, the storage space is very minimal, but there's space at the front of the garage, like by the door. So I have a set of shelves there for like gardening supplies and all of my like houseplant supplies, like dirt and pots and stuff. And I'd really like to build like a standing height table for planting. And then there's room for a bunch of storage underneath it. So it wouldn't be like a very, it'd be like the size of a folding table, basically, like the one that we're currently using. Um, (laughs) But there's enough room where we can like squeeze it in there and we can get some nice, like either build some shelves underneath or get some big drawers or something. So, and there's shelving above the door, but that's not really usable for me. Let me just get like, I don't know, some stilts. Well, we have a ladder now. Or like the grabber thingy. Is there a name for that? A stepladder? Yes. No, not a stepladder. The grabber thingy. Just a claw. The claw, (laughs) yes. The claw. I think that's about all we're going to build. I mean, we have to replace a bunch of trim and that kind of stuff, but straight up building, I don't think we're going to do much much else. Okay. That's fair. I mean, I'm already impressed by the shelf. We're going to build shelves. And I it's, it's not hard. It's kind of daunting. It's not difficult. So as long as you have like the tools. We got we got a we bunch don't. of tools for Christmas. <laughs> so that made it that was like our our motivation. We're like, we okay, got... we have the stuff now, so we can do it. Oh, this was a recent build. Yeah, we got the um we got a circular saw and um a nice power drill set. And we also got a jigsaw, but we didn't use that for the shelves, obviously, um, for Christmas. And then Sam's dad came down in January, like two weeks after Christmas, to help us build the shelves. We have a hammer and a <laughs> screwdriver. And a saw that you power with the hand. Yes, a uh, hand saw. I would recommend maybe getting a better saw. Circular saw <laughs> made the job very easy. You guys want to bring some tools and build some bookshelves <laughs> when you're here? <laughs> We're not bringing the dog, so I suppose we'd have the room. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you got three cats to deal with. <laughs> Speaking of which, Cider just busted into the room. Um, I don't know if we've given a Cider update, and he's kind of built into the house at this point. We might want to give a quick Cider update, because that's like the, th- as far as building things, we built a house cat. <laughs> and that's essentially the most work we've put into this house was building a house cat. I mean, I think that's fair. Uh, He has finally integrated into the house. Bear and Pumpkin were both really upset about it, and now it's just Pumpkin upset about it. So that's good. He and Bear are little buddies, and they'll pal around together and cuddle together, and wherever Bear goes, Cider typically follows like a little little brother. So we call Bear (laughs) the big brother 
Cider, the little brother, and then Pumpkin is just the sister who wants nothing to do with it. She is the eldest who is so over the boys. She wants nothing to do with them. (laughs) Uh, But he's good. He's gained a lot of weight, which is good. But now we want him to stop gaining weight. So we have to watch out for that. Um, We put claw caps on him because we were running into issues where his he would claw at, at things. He usually just clawed at the tower. He used to claw at the carpets when he was confined to the office. And we let that one go because we knew down the line we'd remove the carpets anyway. And we've already done that. So all the damage and like it was the carpet was completely ruined. But that's gone now. So it doesn't quite matter. Um, but on the other side of the door, Pumpkin would, and again, she wants nothing to do with him. So I don't know why it was her that was so insistent on doing this, but when Cider would be in here and especially at nighttime, if we didn't have something blocking the door to the office, she would bite and claw. No, she doesn't have, I mean, she doesn't have her front claws, but she would bite and pull at the carpet and pull up strings and make holes and just be generally obnoxious. So we put a shock pad in front of there to keep her from doing that. (laughs) Um, But that carpet will also need to be replaced eventually, very much for the same reasons that you have to replace yours because of Nezzy eventually. So that's always fun. Um, But other than that, he's just a very noisy boy because I think (laughs) he thought that when our cats would meow at us to get our attention, because they don't really meow at each other. That's not typically a cat behavior. Cats don't usually communicate to each other via meowing, according to scientists. Um, but I think that he thought that they were meowing at him and not at us. <laughs> so now he just goes around screaming 24-7. It doesn't matter where he is, what time of day it is, where he is in relation to you. He will scream, and that's just what it's going to be. And he won't <laughs> stop until you pick him up and you put him on your lap. And then he'll crawl up and snuggle into your face. And it's very, very, very cute. But all he does is make noise. He is the noisiest cat I've ever met in my life. Yeah, we uh, have not got a lot of sleep this week because (laughs) they have been night terrors. And he leads the charge. He's like a trumpet. And then he gallops around the house screaming. He really does. He like hops. I don't know if you've ever seen a ferret run where they kind of bound they don't really run they (laughs) kind of go both front feet back front back feet front feet back feet he does that where he kind of bounds down the hallway with his tail straight up and just mischief in his eyes and then he'll you mean run in the room and scream and he'll chase bear and bear will chase him and it's a whole thing (laughs) we're both very tired i don't know (laughs) if anyone can tell we are both exhausted so uh segueing into the holidays which was a couple months ago but we each had our first Christmas in our new house. Let's just talk about that for a little bit. Or let's let's have you guys start. Let's have you guys start. Well, we had a, a great Christmas. Uh, it was a lot of fun decorating the house for the first time. Even I, who normally would not really enjoy decorating because I find it kind of annoying. But I was very excited to decorate our house. And we did it pretty early because I was like, we're going to do it. <laughs> we're going to decorate the house early and it's going to stay up. And it did. It stayed up until March, I think. <laughs> well, the you mean today? Yeah, the, the today outside, is still March. <laughs> the outside stuff, I think we took down like the first... Last weekend. Yeah, the first weekend in March or something like that. Uh, and th- But the inside stuff did go away. I think in January. Yeah, I went down 
um, around New Year's because we were off work and I didn't want to have to do it after that. But yeah, we got to, we had our tree and my grandma gave us a like little snow village set. So we set that up on, we have like a wood chest that my uncle built. And um, so we set up a little like Christmas village on there and it was cute. And uh, it was Nezzy's first Christmas, so that was super fun. Bought her a bunch of bandanas, and she got a Christmas collar, and that was fun. Um, she has a lot of Christmas toys now that she still has, because they're like half her toys. And we got a ladder for Christmas, because we Whoa. didn't have a ladder to put up our Christmas lights. Um so instead, I don't remember if I even told you this, when we put up our Christmas lights, we didn't have a ladder. So Sam went out my office window onto the roof and I <laughs> hung out the window holding his hand, like one of his hands with my hand and like holding onto the window. And then with his other hand, he was reaching and attaching the lights to the gutter. Good gosh. That's some Joe Bugner. I mean, <laughs> hacks I right get, there. I could get most of it without any help, but it was like right in the center. I didn't have any support, and I was like, just in case, because this <laughs> would hurt if I fell. Yeah, would have. So we sent that picture to his dad and stepmom, and then she was like, "Do you want a ladder for Christmas?" <laughs> We're like, "Yeah, that'd be great." <laughs> We're not gonna say no to that. Which is good because now we need it to take our blinds down for the windows. Yeah. We also have to like completely detach all of the blinds, which is like not surprising, but it's really annoying because not only do we have to take them out of like the the brackets, we also have to take the brackets down because the new windows right. we're getting are like wider than our current mm. windows. So the, the blinds are going to have to be in a different place. They're going to stick out a little bit. Today's episode of the Hit and Run podcast is brought to you by Noted by Nicole. For the next special occasion, pick up the perfect gift from Noted by Nicole Embroidery, where you can get customized designs on t-shirts, sweatshirts, hand towels, masks, bandanas, onesies, and more. Choose from one of her collections or ask for a custom design. You can find her on Instagram or Facebook at Noted by Nicole. Use coupon code H&R10, that's H&R10 to get 10% off current or customized inventory. Shop Noted by Nicole for beautiful embroidered gifts for your friends, family, or yourself. As she always says, it's by her for you. God, I want new blinds so bad. <laughs> Ours suck so much. I don't know what it is about them, but they're just terrible. They don't, you have to yank like 10 times to get them to go down. And then they're never even. And then Robbie complains because they're not even. And then I have to try to <laughs> fix it for like five minutes and it's, Oh, so irritating. I just want the ones that I can just pull down and then scoot back up with one hand. And then there's no stupid uh, like cords hanging down for the cats to chew because when Cider was in the office, he absolutely decimated the blinds cords. So now they're just chewed to hell and they look disgusting and they don't function anyway. So who the hell cares? Oh, I want new blinds so bad. So, so bad. Don't worry. We'll get the blinds working before you guys visit. I mean, they work. This, this they office will work. be your bedroom as well. It's <laughs> a twofer. It's a twofer. So how, how was your guys' Christmas? I'll let you talk about that. It was lovely. 
Why why specifically me again? Oh, because you, you had the decorations down. No, it was really nice. The uh the day after Thanksgiving we went and bought a bunch of Christmas stuff because not only was it our first Christmas in this house, but it was both of our first Christmases away from our parents' house. So we had nothing. Well, we had some stuff that Hillary's mom gave us, but other than that, we had nothing. So um I got a tree from the Facebook marketplace. It yes. Some nice. girl living alone, moving to like Texas or something. So she gave us a tree and not just a tree. She gave us a bunch of ornaments for the tree too. And oh, they were cool. red and gold, which I think is what we were leaning towards because I like, I, all right, this might be controversial. I detest. Wait, the- wait, 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 wait. Before you say that, <laughs> what color lights do you guys have on your Christmas tree? You know where this is going. <laughs> Um, we have multicolored lights right now, like the LED ones, but I, what? Those hurt my (laughs) eyes and I just, I just detest them. Like they just ruin the Christmas aesthetic for me because, and granted, I do get this from my mom. So blame my mom because growing up, we always had a, not like a color theme. We, it wasn't super strict, but she had a tree with white lights and red lights and white silver and gold ornaments and that was it and me and killian's tree was tiny and relegated to the upstairs loft for a while and that was the (laughs) multicolored one where we put all of our shitty uh arts and crafts that we made in school like they they didn't get to go on the big tree no 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 they were not good enough for the big tree and they didn't color coordinate with the big tree merry christmas Good so Lord. they were relegated to our special. <laughs> They're not good enough for company. <laughs> they were relegated to our special tiny itty bitty tree upstairs, so that she didn't really have to see it. So I blame my mom, but I just, I just cannot stand the look of multicolored lights. They legitimately those blue ones, like the other colors, I don't really care about. The blue and purple, I think it's blue and purple, but specifically the blue ones hurt my eyes to behold and to look at and i just don't like them well our tree was multicolored and had oh. every or- ornament under the sun <laughs> see i don't it mind the ornaments not it's not i don't whatsoever. care i could not give a hoot about what ornaments are on the tree which but is ironic lights. because we had in the box of ornaments from facebook marketplace had the cutest owl ornaments yeah <laughs> super cute ornaments and they happen to be color themed which was perfect for me um, but man, I will never have any multicolored lights in my house. I'll never say never. I say never. I don't like them at all. I like the classic Christmas look. That's what I like. Rebuttal. <laughs> Rebuttal. Not really sure how to respond to that. Right? <laughs> Most of the time you just throw your hands up and you're like, Okay. I'm pretty sure, too, when, when we would drive around the neighborhood, some of our neighbors would have the multicolored lights. I think I'd scoff every time. <laughs> well, don't come visit our house at Christmas. <laughs> we definitely had a bunch of multicolored lights. Well, I'll be there. <laughs> I'll just, you know, like wear a blindfold or something. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's, it's, it's not that bad. It's, it's just that legitimately the blue lights hurt my eyes to look at. They are too neon and too bright. And I stand by that. And that is a hill I'm willing to die on. I think the blue on. ones on our tree were probably the dullest. If anything, like the yellow ones are what get me. Because they're like just not yellow enough. Well, they're orange. Yeah. So you admit that they get you. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Checkmate. I don't know if this conversation I mean, was supposed to be a checkmate. 
I mean, I want a tree like <laughs> Natalie's mom's tree, which has <laughs> has a setting that's all like the classic yellowish lights, a setting that's bright white lights, and a setting that's multicolored lights. And it's the, all in the same light bulb, and you just hit a button. Oh, that's yeah, those are sweet. And that might be fine, because then when I'm at home, you can put it to multicolored, and then when I get home, we just switch it back. If I'm being completely honest, I personally prefer like the old white lights like not led but like yeah the, the classic LED. ones yeah like the old but at this point i'm not willing to concede that <laughs> i feel like hillary feels way too strongly about this for me to agree with her <laughs> no it's fine and very convincing <laughs> well, that's, i don't think that's the word for that but other than so we had a red and white or red and yellowish themed tree with gold. Super cute. Had some custom kitty bulbs on it. I had little s'more ornaments that I get at Frankenmuth, Bronner's. <laughs> we all know what Bronner's is. Mm-hmm. Have really good s'more ornaments. So we had that. We had garland and what's the the gold stuff we strung? Tinsel? Yes. Yes, we tinsel. had tinsel. <laughs> like we have an archway that splits up the dining room with the living room. So we had tinsel and garland that like went around the arch and up on the fireplace. And we had stockings on the fireplace. We had a hot cocoa sign in the kitchen as well as a little deer. We had a couple little Christmas trees here and there. We got a joy bath mat because next year I'm going <laughs> to really just trick out the bathroom in Christmas gear. <laughs> But yeah, it was, we had some low budget decorations for sure, but like we tied it together. Yeah, we decided to completely skip Halloween, but go really ham on Christmas. So that's what we did. So are you guys going ham on Halloween this year then? Um, Halloween is a week before our wedding. So oh, we've definitely we talked about be this before. Halloween yeah, this year. My apologies. We've definitely <laughs> talked about this before. Maybe in a couple of years. Yeah. So what's another? So you could go ham on like Arbor Day. No. Well, that's why we're going ham on. Uh, well, we're not, we're kind of going ham on Easter. We're hosting it. Also true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you guys having ham? Are you going ham by having ham? No. Oh. Sam's uh, Sam's sister in law is coming, and she's vegetarian. So we're oh. making a vegetarian entree. Also, we're just going. Com- we're also going completely unconventional. Uh, we are having kebabs because it's yeah. going to be seventy degrees. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm making Ke- a lemon cake because we're also celebrating Dude. Sam's birthday, which is tomorrow. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy birthday, Sam! <laughs> Though by the time this this goes live, it'll be past, but that's okay. But I said it to him live right now. <laughs> but, but you weren't the first. I got a card from my grandma earlier. Well, Sam, I can't beat your grandma. And but frankly, I don't try. want to. No, I don't want to. The two different attitudes. <laughs> two different attitudes. So Christmas was great for all of us involved. So Christmas was great. So now that it's spring, you're moving into gardening. Yes. yes. I, think, I think we should talk about landscaping because we have some some landscaping trials to discuss as well oh my gosh like i have a bone i have i mean i have a lot of bones to pick with a lot of different people for different things but i have a bone i think that's to clear pick. at this point i was gonna say i don't think we've been uh, <laughs> I have, do you <laughs> i have a bone to pick with whoever did not take care of this garden before us 
Uh, it's so irritating. We're going to let you simmer in the corner for a second. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have Nat and Sam go first. Um. Well, so we... Okay, I shouldn't say we. This was my fault. Um, I, I I handed Natalie the reins on the landscaping. She was very passionate, and I was like, you know what? Go for it. You just plan it out. I will dig and do all that, but just you plan it. And boy, did we dig. Um, so I got really ambitious in the fall and then realized I could not complete most of my plan until spring. So our front flower bed is a disaster right now um, because in the fall um, we basically destroyed most of it and then left it alone <laughs> for several months like quick six interjection months. where did you dig up i know you dug up a bush was that in the front garden yes so it was actually three bushes all clumped together they were like yellow pricker bushes so it was a long process of well actually cutting them down did not take me that long it was the roots that got us because we learned that there actually used to be two trees in our front yard, um, both of which were cut down fairly recently within the five years that our neighbor has lived in her house, according to her. Um, And their roots are still very much all over our front yard. So digging up our front flower beds was a nightmare because it was just, it was all roots. Like, solid roots we were digging roots for an entire day had we known that it was this bad i don't think we would have taken on this task yet because it was it was a nightmare it was not at all what i expected to be getting into because i pulled out i pulled out those three perker bushes and i also pulled out like this poor little dying azalea bush which was more well rooted than i expected it to be i thought it had like just been planted because it was so small and shitty but No, it was very well rooted, rooted into the network of tree roots, which cross over all of the areas where we want to edge our flower bed. So we can't use any kind of edging that involves like putting it into the ground. We have to get like pavers or like patio bricks because we can't put anything into the ground. It's going to be going over tree roots the entire way around. So that's super annoying. And we also have to get a bunch of dirt because we have to plant grass over this huge dead patch in our front yard where this tree used to be. But it's because they like never put any dirt in there. Um, So there's just like this huge patch in our front yard that is not grass. It's all weeds. Super cool. It's some grass now. Some grass, but mostly weeds. And it needs a lot of dirt. And we need grass seed all around the flower bed because the flower bed was also just too big. Like it was most of our, it was like half of our front yard. So I rained oh, it gosh. in. So I rained it in, but now we have to plant a lot of grass seed because now half our front yard is just dirt because there used to be a flower bed there. So now we have to get pavers to make the edge, get grass seed to pu- to plant grass around where we dug up. And then we also have to get mulch to remulch everything. Mm-hmm. And we also have to plant a bunch of new plants because I ripped a bunch of bushes out. Yeah, and we're moving a bunch of plants. Do you but, know what plants you want to put in or have you not gotten that far? Roughly. Um, I'm probably going to put a lot of annuals in that flower bed for this first time just because I don't have a solid plan yet. So right. I'm just going to put some pretty flowers in there. There's a big patch of daisies that I like, but they're in a weird spot and I want to move them. But they're really it's a really big clump and I'm uh, intimidated to move the whole thing. So I'm just going to leave them for now. I already tore out half of them. That was huge. And there's a couple bushes that I left, so those are just going to stay for now. 
And then uh, there's some irises that are taking up a lot of space that I'm probably going to move into the backyard. And there's some bushes in the backyard that I want to move to the front yard. But all of this moving of things is very intimidating and um, nerve-wracking. So we'll see how any of that really goes. Also, one of the bushes I want to move is dead. I realized. <laughs> Just to add an injury to... Insult injury. Insult to the injuries. So our back, our back flower beds are really nice, except for the one that I just ripped up a few weekends ago because I'm going to make it into a garden, like a, a vegetable garden. Right. But I discovered that it's mostly full of clay, so I have to dig out like half the dirt and fill it with actual dirt that will grow plants. And how's the overall health of the lawn? The lawn is pretty good in the backyard. The front yard needs some dirt, needs some grass seed. But our backyard has improved tremendously since we've moved into the house. Yeah, it turns out actually just even caring whatsoever, our grass <laughs> like doubled in growth and like healthiness in one year. Yeah, our you could tell that the people who lived in our house before us had just given up. Like they same. knew they were moving and they just let it go for the year. Yeah, they just oh, kind of mowed same. and didn't do anything. Say so that's that's not this. It was almost the same, but our people hadn't cared for years, not just when they were getting <laughs> ready to move out. That's because they were a bunch of renters before us. So we were talking to our neighbor Dean about this actually while we were doing yard work, uh, and I think his wife Carol mentioned that the woman before us had a quote unquote interest in gardening, and according to Carol, that meant that she put some pots on the back porch put some flowers in them, and then promptly let them all die. And that was it. We actually were thanked by some of our neighbors at one point because they were like, it's so nice to see you guys care about your lawn. Dude, same, (laughs) same. That's that's not a good sign. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, thank you, but also like, that makes my heart hurt for (laughs) what you must have put up with before. All right, so tell us about your landscaping woes in in about five minutes or less okay uh well can you do that yes okay so i'll do a quick preface we moved in as everybody knows the same time you did which was middle of june and by that point everything was just super grown up in the gardens like in these gardens like we said haven't been cared for for years so everything's overgrown there's just weeds everywhere so we moved in and had enough to deal with just getting our furniture and getting settled so and then a new cat and and then a new cat but when we moved in we pretty much decided right then and there you know what everything's already like super overgrown we're just gonna wait for it to die we'll deal with it early next spring didn't think much about it and then two weekends ago i'm glad hillary thought of this she kind of just went oh it's nice out we should start working in the garden and thank god she thought of that and we didn't put it off any longer because i mean this is We've put in probably 15 hours in the last two weeks doing this. Yikes. And we're still doing prep work. Like we still have two stumps to dig up in the front yard. I cut down these huge bushes in our front garden, much like you, that were half dead. I cut those out last fall, but now we have to dig the roots out. So I contacted Mm -hmm. the city. They got all the, the gas lines and electrical lines marked. We just pretty much have finished just taking everything out of the back gardens. And that took about 15 hours. I mean, just working on the weekends, coming home and working till dark after work, like just a lot of work's gone into it. And I'm excited for what it's gonna end up as, 
But man, we got a a long road to get there. <laughs> yeah, so we have three flower beds in the back. Um, kind of, it's behind us. So I'm trying to look at it and remember everything we did. So um, we have three flower beds that were all completely overgrown with what we thought were hostas. I don't think that those were hostas anymore. No. Well, the okay. So one thing you dug up was a hosta because I remember it from last year. Okay. But I don't think the rest of it was. No. So it was it's, just awfulness it's just it just looks like a bunch of really big weeds it's just sprouts of green leaves poking up out of the ground um so those are everywhere and they're so invasive and so bad that they started to creep into our neighbor's yard dean and carol's yard um like it would get under their rocks and start growing in between their rocks you mean it grew underneath concrete and started growing on the other side of concrete these things are nasty and their roots aren't that hard to dig up, but there are a lot of them. So you have to dig up all the individual little buds or whatever the, you mean, I don't know what to call those it things. It looks like an alien when you dig up the roots. <laughs> yeah. It's really creepy. And I hate these plants. I now have a personal vendetta against them and I, I whatever they are, I just never want to see them again in my life. So that took the bulk of my time. And then as I'm pulling up all these nasty weeds, I discovered two things very similar now to what you discovered. There were, I don't, I don't think that they were full-fledged trees. One of them was. One of them used to be a tree, and then one of them was probably just a bush, but just these stumps, these stumps that these people had left. And then I guess presumably their thought process was, I don't feel like actually putting in the work to dig up this stump, so I'm going to put these nasty freaking plants around it, and the plants are going to be so big and so gross that they will distract from the fact that there's just a stump sticking up out of the ground. So we had to dig, 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 and then chop away at these roots. Um, some of the roots were growing underneath our garage, so we had to chop those up, Jeez. pull the stumps out. Um, same thing for the, the what I, again, I think that one was a tree. So we had to pull another stump out that we didn't know existed because it had been so overgrown over there. Um, so that was fun. And then there was weirdly, and this is such a small thing, there was just kind of a stick that was woven in between the chain links of the chain link fence that had just been chilling there ever since we moved <laughs> in. So whoever chopped down that tree just chopped it down. And then I guess it was too much work to cut up this piece of wood, this stick, this dead stick that had just been lodged in the chain link. So they just left it there. So then we had to do it. And it's such a small thing. It didn't take us more than 10 minutes to do, but it's like, God. What is wrong with you people? Just get it out of the chain link fence. It's not that hard. So anyway, we have completely cleared out and completely gutted all of the beds. There's one cute plant type. I have no idea what it is, but the leaves are kind of rounded and cute. So they got to survive because they're not weeds. <laughs> and then we have one Japanese maple. Yeah, Japanese maple. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a Japanese maple that apparently the last woman to have cared about this garden lived here 25 years ago at this point, I think is what our neighbor Robin said. And her husband, I think, passed away. So she planted that tree as a memorial for him. So luckily, we never intended to cut down that Japanese maple anyway. So we're going to you mean make it look nice and make sure we take care of it. And it it's everyone has said that they're very glad that we're actually taking care of this garden as well because that woman that i mentioned before she's the last person to have cared about this garden <laughs> so it has been 
desolate and overgrown and invading our neighbor's yards for years. Yeah, and it's it, it's a beautiful tree. Like it, it caught my attention right when I first saw it. So we're going to make that the, the focal point of that back garden. And it's, I don't know if it was ever like this. It looked like it might have been at one point because it has old railroad ties, which we're going to replace with just normal, you know, thick wood. Mm -hmm. But it's like almost a two-tiered garden. So I spent the last week returning it to a two-tiered garden where like the outer part of it is lower than the than the upper part. But we've got we've got big plans. We're gonna plant mostly Missouri native plants, perennials. And we haven't picked out. I can't remember any of the names off the top of my head, but they're <laughs> really cute looking and basically we're we're trying to find low maintenance plants that look <laughs> good and then and that are native so that they'll help our native wildlife and we don't have to worry about replanting them every year we yeah, can just right. worry about maintenance like that's that's the main thing that this these gardens in this yard has been neglected for so long we're like let's just get it to where we can get it really nice and then maintain that niceness and then <laughs> you know throughout the years we'll add more and more stuff but yeah, we got a, a long month ahead of us as far as landscaping. The one good thing about it, though, well, there's a lot of good things about it, but one good thing about it is I haven't slept this good in months. <laughs> I pass out at night now. Except for when, you know, bear and cider interrupt. Oh, yeah, and except when cats are screaming, and we're not going to go down that road. My favorite plant that we're planting is called the the fox, the fox bearded foxglove, I'm pretty yes. sure. That's, That's my favorite plant name. My favorite is mulch. That's true. <laughs> Lots of it. Not true. <laughs> no, we're going to get some um, boxwoods, just little short bushes for the front, not the big overgrown bees nest ones that were there when we moved in. I don't it's, think we have boxwoods. Uh, no, they're not. I'm saying we're going to get some. I know, but I don't know what those things were, but they were they nasty were and full of bees. It just They just had bees in <laughs> them. Satan's armpit hair with bees. <laughs> We have a big, super mature boxwood in one of our front flower beds that I'm pretty sure is like grown into the foundation of our house, so it will be there forever. Dude, I would love I... to cut it down because it's it's off center, like it's not it's not close enough to the porch to like be in front of the porch, but it's far enough away from or it's too close to the porch to plant something else there, and it's too tall to plant something else there, so it's a really dumb spot. But that's. That's what I'm worried about. That's what I'm worried about is the two stumps we have to dig up now that I cut down. They're so close. I am not. (laughs) Guys, I am not looking forward to to digging up those stumps. (laughs) I already know I'm just going to, we're going to dig down as far as we can and then just cut. Cut it. Cut it out. You have our handsaw. (laughs) I am not, I'm not looking forward to this. I'm, I've put it off for over a week. Yeah. It's not going to be a good time. I can tell you that right now, but it's going to be worth it. And then after that, I think we should actually be ready to start putting organic matter into the flower beds to make them more hospitable. And granted, I think they're fine. And most of the plants that we want to plant, most Missouri natives are pretty hardy plants anyway. It's not like we want to plant anything super delicate. Um, so we're just going to put some organic stuff in there to help them grow. We mean, essentially just put compost in there, um, which will help whatever type of soil we have that'll help (laughs) balance it out basically. Um, yeah. And then we'll, I think we'll start planting. We already picked out a nursery where we're going to buy our plants from and we already went and looked at all the pricing for them and 
we're super, super excited. So it's it's almost done. We're almost, I don't know, probably have like two more weekends of prep work. Maybe three? Uh, no, I was going to say maybe one if we get uh, down and dirty. One. Yeah, it depends how much. Well, we don't have much time this weekend, but yeah, it depends how much time we have left in the day to work on it. But uh, hopefully very, very soon we'll, we, our garden will actually be a garden and not just beds of dirt. <laughs> and then, of course, we have a fuck ton of crabgrass. So that will be a project throughout the summer of getting rid of that and... Well, at least mitigating it as best as we can. And then eventually, if it's still there, you know, fire's an option. (laughs) Well, if you liked what you heard, (laughs) make sure that you follow us and listen to us anywhere you like to uh, get your ear candy. I forgot Podbean's name for a second. (laughs) (laughs) We are on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. And also, we post all of those links on Facebook. Make sure you're checking us out through the week when we post fun things. We like to engage with you. And if you love what you're hearing, make sure you share us with a friend. Tell them to listen to one episode. If they like it, you know, they'll be hooked. If they don't like it, they can throw us in the garbage. And then hopefully, somebody comes along and brings us back up. And shout out to the sponsor of season three of the Hit and Run podcast, Noted by Nicole Embroidery. You can find her at Noted by Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E, on Facebook and Instagram. And you can get 10% off of any current or custom inventory with our coupon code H-Ampersand-R-10. So Natalie and Sam and Hillary, Mm. (laughs) what did you learn today? One fact for each person. Well, no, I take that back. Natalie, you have to do three. Sam and Hillary, you only have to do one. I learned uh, that gardening sucks. <laughs> he had to get one that one in there real fast. Yep. I'll accept it. And uh, Hillary? I learned that all new pets seem to want to destroy carpets. And uh, Natalie, now give your three. I learned that Hillary is very passionate about multicolored Christmas lights. And many other things. And many other things. I also learned that we're all stuck with the terrible choices that the people who owned our houses before us made, inside and outside. And I learned that Robbie is afraid to build shelves. What else did we learn? We also learned that Sam is good at building shelves. We learned that Sam and Natalie have a lot of work ahead to make that three feet of space doable for their window people. And we learned... That if you're a homeowner, at some point in your life, as a homeowner, you're going to have to tackle a raging asshole of a bush. This has been the Hit and Run Podcast, and we'll catch you next time. 